You're listening to Talk of the Town, the podcast for Lurgantown FC, the place where you'll find heart on the sleeve in bucket loads. Tonight we are joined by former Lurgantown and Leeds United player Sean Lavery. Uh, welcome Sean. Been asked by someone who listens, um, could he do a podcast about boys that have been across the water? So I thought, why not? We'll get Sean in. Sean went to Leeds, so we thought we'd maybe get an insight about what was what football was like for him in England. So before we get into that though, Sean, tell us about your early football days. What's your earliest memory? Um, earliest memory would probably be playing for it would have been Gary Herc, but not as a Gary Herc as it is now. Right, okay. Because um mom uh Don McCool. He was a school teacher in St Paul's, but he lived in Akiyong and he had a son, uh, John D. McCool, and he was, I think it was like started maybe under nines, because he was under nine. Right. And then we would have played for them, and then what up, Donny Clemens, but there's no under nine team. You know, oh, yeah. The team continued with him. But uh, I, we would have been walking down towards Guy Hart on just the crack we had, like, walking down together. Yeah, the whole group, same sort of group of friends I had now, like, you know, um, but uh, that was sort of the first team, didn't really train around, we just sort of had matches and all. Even at under nine, so you remember just like we friendly games or wouldn't have been a league back then. I suppose the Craig Avon League would have been in existence back then. But they, We did play teams eventually because I remember we played Lurgantown in one stage, um, Sunnyside and stuff, but that was maybe a bit later. Um, but it was only there until what started Lurgantown on the 12, so it was only a couple, like, well, probably there from. Maybe it was only about eight at the time, because I remember it went up down the 10s and I wasn't old enough. I remember standing beside Dan McCool saying, in the last five minutes, Dan put me on, put me on. <laughs> and then he eventually put you on the whistle blows, so I was happy. <laughs> oh, you're on the pitch. Seconds, <laughs> even ball, like, but uh, no, it was just a whole crack and just everything that thing. It was just, we were all just, because we lived in the country, it was just football mad. Like, you know, yeah. Both soccer and Gaelic, like, it was just flat out and that's all you done. There was no... Xboxes and all that sort of stuff then, like you just played football. You said you went out and played. If you weren't playing with your mates, you went out yourself and played, like, so it was just constant football, like, there's nothing else. And a wee bit of homework. (laughs) (laughs) Eugene made sure you got a wee bit done. (laughs) And so then you you left, well, not left, but you moved from the Derry Herc, as it was then, to Lurgantown, under 12, did you say? Yeah. Oh, it was a bit of a ridiculous story, like, because it was at the, it was a soccer school here, one stage, up at the junior high. Yes, uh uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Tony Tony Williams, I don't know. No, it's like somebody it was like United or something before, I think years ago. And I, me and my bra, Kieran, went to it. Um, <laughs> it's ridiculous when you think about it now, like, but uh, first day we arrived in, you probably heard about it. No, I know, I know I'm waiting now. <laughs> this is news to me. First day I arrived in, um, I remember, you know, Brandy Knox? Yes. He was there as well. Um, we arrived in, me and Kieran, full, um, this is like probably. 90s, mid 90s. <laughs> I know what's going on. Now. All the Celtic shit. Uh, everything was just everybody just seen everybody looking at it, but then you didn't really, because at that age, you didn't really. No, you didn't care, like, no. Like, but I remember Bradley Knox turned around going, What are you doing? <laughs> I like, don't know, I just got the kit, so it was like, No, that was my first sort of full kit type thing. And it was after a while, and I sort of noticed then that people were coming over to look and stuff, like, obviously not for football skills. I don't think. <laughs> So uh, that was my, that was how I ended up at this sort of end of like up around Lurgan Junior High. Okay. Anybody that I knew <clears throat> played for Sunnyside. Yeah. 
when I was there, I went to St Paul's school and they all just played for Sunnyside. Right. Yes, but, but nobody had ever asked me to go. So that was from that, like, was basically where... Back, yeah, back in the 90s, it was when we had a few with Marty Murdo, obviously, uh, that <laughs> crossed the divide, as uh, you want. We talked about that in one of the previous episodes. But it was, I guess it was more difficult then because we trained at Lurgan Junior High. We didn't train at Lurgan Town where we are, where, as we're recording tonight, um, where it was literally just across the road. So it was a bit more difficult to get to. You know, and unless you were asked, yeah. you weren't going to walk in, were you? Especially because I lived in that town, so it wasn't that, you know... I you couldn't walk to it. I probably just would have been somebody from school going here, do you want to come to Sunnyside? But he actually said, I had that name, but uh, like somebody, it was Lee Marshall was there, actually, and he ended up, he had said to somebody, and then I think it was, uh, would have been healthy, Greenway then, would have... Right, okay. And then you stayed under 12s right up until you went to... Start that? No, that, well, that was the thing, we sort of... <laughs> We were hit and miss, weren't we, back then? Aye, uh, our teams weren't... Well, our early team is maybe just low numbers and stuff, but I don't remember really any major things then. I think I probably would have been, because I just come in and was playing on a random team, like, I just got the ball and run with it. But that's what I remember you for. You were, you, you were tricky and you could ping a ball. So, like, I, I can remember going, oh, shit, hearing people saying, Sean scored from the halfway line again. You you're on for that. You maybe you maybe scored five or six seasons from halfway line. No bother. I from checkoffs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I that was more and uh, which whenever I remember the age group change from that team we had was really good. I it used to be uh, an August birthday or something yeah. like that, and then it changes to the year that aye, you were born so in. Which like, the likes of Whitey. Who's Whitey Stephen White? Aye, yeah. Aye. Was he in your? <laughs> he dropped down because he was like. Aye, we had here, but yet he was in my year in school. Uh, yeah. yeah, indeed he was older than me, but he was in my team because his birthday or whatever. Right. Was so we ended up with a real good team when it was like um, Simon and Money and all were playing. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, was Liggy in your team? Gary Liggett? No, he was in Ke- he was in Keane's team. So he was younger then? Aye, aye. So uh, Ashley Gregg, younger? Aye, it would have been like Banksy played, uh, Philly Briggs came in that time. Oh, right, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. AJ Gallagher. Yeah, AJ's still playing with Tanner Geek. Uh, he was a good player. Um, Dollar. Yeah, okay. Dollar was good. No, like he always played to me like really well. Like and, yeah. Like, John Haddock was the same. John Haddock, cheap for sure. From the start, like you know, when he would have been would have played anywhere, you know, yeah, the two thing. But he was always dead on him, and Dollar were probably the closest ones to me, like you know, because it wasn't from here type thing, and they'll sort of get on it and whatever. And Wayne Greenway was the same. End up in the Greenway's house a few times, like all that crack, like yeah, they- but, uh, the youngest Greenway. What do you call the youngest one? Uh, Paul, no, not Paul, Aaron. Paul, Aaron, and we had him, me and Kieran used to go to our house, and he was all, he thought we were class like, and all this sort of stuff, and we had him supporting Celtic there <laughs> for a couple of weeks. Ernie <laughs> was cracking up. Uh, sure, Ernie was. So it was good, it was good out of crack like, the time, like, you know, Celtic Rangers were playing, I mean, just one, Ernie would ring the house, and stuff like, so you cracked that way, like, but it was never, like, for me, like, it was... I didn't care about any of that stuff. You know, it was just football team and the team that asked me to play for them, I played for them. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, I got a bit of stick in school and all, just the usual, you know, wind up and all. Like, but you just didn't care playing the Lisbon League. And, it was a good standard then, wasn't it? Time, it was yeah. good teams and you're playing and that's supposedly where the scouts were, you know, so that's happy enough. Well, I, I suppose that leads me on to the next question then. So you went from us straight to Leeds. Yeah. Uh, do you know what year? 99, 2000. 2000, yeah. yeah. Two, 2000 season. So... I have, I have a few, I love a few stats here. So we've one, two, three, four, five, six. There's seven players have went directly from Lurgantown across the water. Do you know what number you were? Three. Three, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you were third. So Nicky, Nicky Houston in 1998, he was the first one. He went to Peterborough. 
then I went to Southampton '99, and then the year after you went to to Leeds. That's well, that's the way the way I have the records on the website anyway. Daryl Smiley went in 2002 to Newcastle. Nell Henderson to Gretna 2004. Scott Gibb to Falkirk in 2005, and then Trudy Harbinson. She went to Arsenal Ladies, and she was the very last one in 2007. So coming up on 13 years was the last time we'd sent someone over. I actually wondered because I hadn't heard Bale anymore. Like, but do we hear anybody going across no, anymore? No, not going over. Trials and on, like, but then I was talking to. Uh, by his sort of the scouting, like, and said, here is just not, you know, they're more because it's more global now, like, you know, where, where years ago would have been, you know, they would have went to Lisbon League and all that sort of stuff, but it's just not as central anymore, like, because it went so. Uh, it's scouting network's gone, yeah, it's gone mad, yeah. We have we have had some, sen- you know, some sense, uh, like Daniel Wright, for example, he, he played his whole, like, I managed Daniel in, when he was under 12, the goalkeeper. Um, but then he left his last season and then went to Wolves the year after. So we have had a few oh, yeah. since. Gary Hamilton actually played for us the whole way up, yeah. but left, went to Blackburn. Josh Barton, Aaron Duke, Mark Wilson, David Scullion all played for us at some point, but then left before they went across the water. So we can't claim them as <laughs> coming from us, uh, but there has been a few other ones, you know. But I, I suppose it is difficult. You don't, you don't see very many going over at maybe such a young age. Mm. You maybe see the guys going from from here to Irish League yeah. and you know there's Reese Marshall who's just signed Dundalk I think uh, from Glenavon you know just a few days ago so he's gone from part-time football to full-time football I think it's Dundalk no, it's somewhere actually, in the League of Ireland yeah. anyway you know we see more of that and then um, and then going over Bobby Bobby Burns maybe went to Hearts from Glenavon yeah, things like that you know boys have gone full-time um, do you, how, do you, can you remember you know was it was it a scout approach to the Lisbon League or what what way did it come about? Well, there was went to other clubs, you know, went to Oh on trial then? I think the first one was Southampton. I went to Wolves and Fulham. That was all through Lisbon League. Yeah. It's just like what I mean playing and boys coming over then, right? Where wanted to take you over to hang on, that was you just got in contact then, you know. So you basically went over you went over for a weekend. Yeah. Uh, trained, played a match, yeah, got to yeah. watch the first team at home. Basically, that's I, that time was in Southampton. We went back and forth a couple of times. I didn't really like it though. No, I, 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 I must have been there when you were over in trial. Then uh, you were. I think I met you once, but um, didn't really like it. Don't know. It was, it was one of the times you went, and we had got back on a bus. I think we had played at the training. The training grounds away. Yeah, it was. So it was way outside of the city. Yeah, we had been brought back to um, stadium, and. There's no coaches on about, and they end up there's a bit of a fight. And there was some right. older fella had sort of picked on this like black boy, like, and I sort of gone, what, what is this? Like, you know, it's a bit weird, like, sort of a bit, you know, that age is sort of a bit scared, going like, ah, yeah, about, like, you know, different country and everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't, wasn't it? Wasn't a footballer? Was it some? Oh, was, yeah, oh, was it? Yeah, Flip yeah. me, makes it even worse. Uh, I wasn't really interested then, like, I just sort of went, whatever, and then say I went to Wolves, enjoyed Wolves, like, it was. No, that would have been like um, Robbie Keane was sort of... Yeah, oh yeah, okay. Like, it was a big sort of RC contingent as well. well there, stage, there, like. was, there was, in my year, so the year above you, there was nine oh, went yeah. to Wolves. You know, so they would all, all those guys would have yeah. been there. So they were pretty much interested. Like, you know, they were like all on type thing. And uh, then Fulham, I went twice to Fulham, I think. And I like I, I liked Fulham. Yeah. Was, but then Magranda, <laughs> I had a choice, basically, of... Um, Fulham are going to Leeds and Grand says 
I lived in London for so many years. Go to Leeds, London's too big. Right. <laughs> what a way to pick a club. Aye. But um but Leeds came from I played in the Foil Cup. Um it was that for the select team. Right, okay. I think that was the first time I'd ever done, yeah. done it, Santa team in it. And I was meant to go to the Milk Cup with Armagh. But Armagh said, right, if I the Foil Cup was the same time as this training camp that I went to, yeah. worked on stuff, set pieces and all this crap. And I said, there's been some players haven't went, and then turned up at the Mill Cup and they didn't understand. Right, okay. I'd stand at post. Didn't think Armagh were advanced, is that? But yeah. yeah. <laughs> just saying that now I want to go to the. You know, so went, this is all. Like Lisbon, you had to do trials and went on for yeah. months, like, you know, and it all broke down to like these last squad, like, and I was packed to go, and I was like, oh, I want to go. Yeah, definitely. End up right, said, well, you can't go to Mill Cup, and I said, well. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just end up going to um, the Foil Cup, which is brilliant. It's like a mini version. Like, yeah, so it's like a nearly like a warm up tournament before, isn't it? Like? It's very good. Like I played like, a couple of you know, hearts and all that sort of teams, and uh, end up it was there that we played against a match against it was an English club. It was like Gillingham or something like that. There, you know, a team uh-huh. like that, and uh, I guess he scored like two or three goals. Currently, we won in the top one like Burkamp Stadium, <laughs> and. It was shortly I got home, <coughs> shortly after, then I got contact. Got Leeds, uh, at least directly, the, yeah. One of the chief scouts or something was over at the tournament. Yeah. Having a look, and I think he was with the, the under-10s and stuff were over. Right. He just went over with them, just had a bit of a look like and seen me, so just ended up going over there. Went over back and forward, usual, you know, going into school, going, oh, I'm going to weekend. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I loved it over there because there was loads from here there, like, loads, like, yeah. North Anse, North yeah. Jer um, McCargo was there. Yeah. Uh, Stevie Ferguson. Ferguson. Yeah. 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 So they, they were my year. Yeah. Mitty Ward and uh, Peter Mitchell. Uh, slow. It was. It was just like being playing for somebody here. Yeah. Was that many? It was. It was ridiculous. Like even the English boys <laughs> sort of go, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. So, but that's that game. And um, remember they brought the said right. Want to sign? Want you to sign? Uh, next time you come over, you know, your family will be over. And went over and we played Newcastle. And after the match, then brought you in. So the, fir- the first team played Newcastle? No, no. Or you played? Okay. Just team okay. Played Newcastle, just in the. Just in our match, like. Um, under. I mean, 15. 15s, yeah. Uh, and then just bring in and go, right, want you to sign on, and we do the whole crack like, you know, hear this and hear that and all that. So, <laughs> um, can, you remember, can you remember what you signed, what your contract was? One year YTS, three year pro. Three year pro. That was the dream, wasn't it? To sign a, pro, a, pro, a professional contract. That's what everyone was. I didn't really, to be honest, I didn't really know what it was. Okay. You know, I never, never thought, like, you know, about contracts and all yeah. that. I didn't even look at it. You just say, yeah, I just signed it, yeah. There's even stuff I was, I was doing. Uh, I made up a bit of a scrap <clears throat> on the phone the contract. And it was the first time I actually flicked through it to look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care. I didn't care. But even, like, now you probably. Probably a bad thing. See, money and all like I just there's no I just never just like whatever and just get on with. But you just want, but that I think that's that's. I just t- want to be a footballer. That, that's the beauty of it. Yeah, you, you yeah. just want to play football. You, yeah. If I get paid for it, I get paid for it. That's that's a bonus, it. isn't it? Anything else like so at that time, especially at the time, sort of 15, 16, like just so single minded, going like I want to be a footballer. I don't care what's happening here or who we're playing or what like. Yeah. And just probably like. Greedy too in the ball, like just to sort of show off. Type but, that, but that's what you want. You know, you, you knew yourself. You mentioned you didn't really 
worry about schoolwork or homework. You wanted yeah. to be a footballer. You know, some boys grow up wanting to be a footballer and have no chance. You know, all the will in the world. Other ones maybe have the ability, but don't want to be a footballer. You know, you had the ability and you wanted to be a footballer, and that's where sort of you're like an addiction towards. Yeah, is that right? Constantly, like just practice, practice, practice. Yeah. Stand out. My dad probably cracked up, like, but I used to stand out the front of the house, throw the ball up on top of the roof. And I was a punk club, like, uh-huh. throw the ball on top of the roof, and wherever the ball bounced about, and all they sort of try to move and, and control it. Crack <laughs> chest and all this. And I was, I was watching, starting to watch. You know, like when you're younger, you sort of watch football, but not really. But you start 14, 15, 16, you yeah. start understanding. I'm really watching things like, and I was like total in the detail. Like, I used to love like, um, Ginola, see, like Ginola, yeah. he used to crush the ball on his thigh and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Campna, how there's big Campna falling, like just reflex and all this sort of stuff. And Ronaldo was like the real, the real Ronaldo, player. fat Ronaldo, as we know now, yeah. Unbelievable, <laughs> he was my favorite. Like, so it's, I just basically was like near turned into the players for a wee bit. That's not much, you know, but uh, it was, it was just pure dumb homework, threw it in the corner, and then I was away with that. Do you think, do you think that's what's maybe wrong with young kids now? You know, they they sort of think, oh, well, I can watch it on TV and then I'll become that type of player. Whereas they don't want to put the hard work in. I said to me, nephew, he's only well, like, what is he's eight or nine now, and that's the funny he's about about six. And says, no, you need to go out and practice. He says, I do practice. I said, well, I haven't seen this uh, on FIFA. On oh, FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's what man at that age. We didn't really play for anybody, you know, it's just, but it's just the way it is now, you know, you just, as I said, back then it was on really to do only play football. Yeah. So you just went out constantly, like, just what ball, just something you done. But uh, now, like, it's just on the Xbox and stuff, it just took over. Yeah, it's killed me. You don't even yeah. see, <clears throat> like, I do the post now, like, you don't even see many of you fellas out in the street anymore, you know, it's just all, like, can't get them off this Xbox, <laughs> this track, like, you know, but, um, well, no, that's, that is a problem, I think, like, and coming, you just look out here now while these wee ones training. Yeah. You know, in a training session, training for what, an hour? Yeah, that's and then right. touch the ball maybe, like, you know, so many times, that's not enough, you know, in a whole week, like, so. Yeah, you need to get some of your own, put your own time in, yeah. And even basic stuff, like, because, you know, when you watch football now and you see you go to a match and somebody puts the ball across, somebody takes it down straight away, some touch there, like, you know, it's just basic stuff, it's yeah. not like, where, which I also hate seeing them boys on, um, YouTube doing all these tricks and yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> that's not football. Um, and maybe nephew tries to, he near falls over himself trying to do him. You know, it's like, it's a complete waste of time. You see, you know, because it comes to a match or something and you get wiped out. Yeah. If you haven't got a good touch, or if you can't pass the ball, like, you know, you're, it's, well, that's good to have, basically, you know, if you're in sort of. It depends on the position, I suppose, doesn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, basics is more, would be my thing, like, and it always sort of was. Like, <laughs> I'm like, but it's. <laughs> So tell tell us then about your your Leeds journey. So you're you're sixteen. I actually I don't know if you remember this. Um, so we I was going over for my second season, and you were going over for your first season, and we met in the airport, and the TV cameras were following you. Do you remember that? I was Channel Four. Was that what it was? <laughs> yeah. So I uh, I can remember me and my dad had brought me down. And he's like, oh, there's Sean, oh, there's Eugene, there's the whole family, just following him, you know. <laughs> and it was just this sort of entourage of, of cameras, you know. So well, that, they, I assume they were making a bit like the Jody Morris documentary back in the day, yeah. Same people. Same people. Yeah, right from there, meant to follow our group, right through. Right through. Whatever. To know. whatever it came, came in. So for those that... John Terry. Yeah, so Jody Morris, John Terry, they were Chelsea back in the day. Um, 
Jody Morris didn't really he didn't really fulfil what he was supposed no, to. I don't he think. Well, the thing he missed about more so than anything. He's in trouble, but he's doing all right now. Is that, do you know what he's doing? Now? What? Do you know what he's? He's listening to Frank Lampard. Oh, was he? Oh, he's doing all right then. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Jody, sorry. Yeah. Um, I I actually can remember watching that, and then uh, and then obviously the, the cameras were following you, and you know I can remember your dad was like he was beaming. You know, as as probably my dad was as well. You know, oh, yeah, the two of them are yeah. proud as punch that their two sons are going off to to do something like this. Uh, yeah, mom was mom. <laughs> mom actually, funny story. Mom, <laughs> the day that I signed, uh, so mom and dad were over as well. Uh, we had all the we started like had a signing on day, so there was maybe there was eight of us at the time, and my mom cried from the minute she left. We we actually all stayed in the one house, an old guest house, uh, Darwin Lodge. And from the moment she left me until she got home in Lurgan, she cried the full <laughs> way. <laughs> and dad, dad'll say, yeah, that's, that's true, you know, whereas dad couldn't. <laughs> but back then, you know, if, if we were to do it, we'll, we'll come back to your lead story in a second. If we were to do it now, I think it would be a lot easier. You know, there was no mobile phones. You know, there was no internet. There was no, you know, I have very few photos of me playing. You're probably the same. You know, in yeah, but very probably very few in a in a lead shirt. You know, you know, it was a disposable camera. You know, I think it would have been a lot easier because parents would have seen you more. You could have sent home stuff. You could you could have been talking every day, even texting every day. You know, um, we didn't have that, did we? You know, I was on a payphone when I was phoning home. You know, phoned home every Friday night. Yeah, to set tell you. So we had the seventeens and the nineteens. You know, what team are you playing for this week? You know, and things like that, and then. You got so many visits over, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think we got like two paid visits for your yeah. folks to come over and see you. You know, so it was very, very different. Was it the same? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah same. Exactly. I'm like, hello. Was it my mates bought me a mobile phone? Like one of them ones you pull the you know, <laughs> and it was pay as you go. Like, so yeah. it's just like I'm not really proud of that. Like, like, <laughs> no, taxing like, no, taxing, taxing costs about twenty five p. Like, here, ring me on the you know the phone outside and yeah. on it because we lived in the like the. Academy, which is like all in the so you had to so you had a base on the in the training ground, training ground. okay, which was handy, like, yeah, you, know, was, you never got away from it then, did you? No, <laughs> no, so but you want to like round busy times, you know, it's just like by standing in the queue, like you know, I waiting on it, you're waiting to see who, who's it, who is it, you know, you know, it's crack, like it was good, it's funny that way, like, but uh, no, it was, it was hard, it was a to start because you're so like this is amazing all but once you settle you know you do you sort of go you know it's the, you know, homesick, homesick like, yeah. and you want to go home and you sort of think oh that's me like I'm a type thing but it's it's not as different like and then when especially weekends was a killer yeah because all the boys, went, boys home. went home yeah, yeah so all, you know, all the local lads all the ones that lived in England or yeah, lived close they could yeah. go home yeah so that was a big big thing I know there was a lot of us left behind like but it's still everybody struggled like at some stage yeah I think I struggle with that too so my first year, I was ready for coming home. I think I I got on a wee bit of a. I was actually over a phone. Um, named Ben Madrick. Uh, he was from Wales. He was waiting on a phone call. I was waiting on a phone call, and it, I don't know why, but me and him got in a bit of a bust up, and that was me. I was ready for home. I'm I'm going. You know, and when I did get on the phone, right, get get me home or whatever. The next away match, we, I think we went to Barnsley in uh, Youth Cup or something. We were room together. You know, basically sort that out, lads. You know, you know, your your mates, and, yeah. and we did. We sorted it out, and we're and we good, good mates since. So you'd have played in the the teams in and around the north. So you'd have played Newcastle. You'd have played Man United, Liverpool, Everton. Uh, any games that stick out? You always like Man United because I was the whole like yeah. 
scum and all, you know, like, <laughs> talking to anybody, you know, they're all oh, scum and all that sort of stuff. And they're like, right. Didn't really know. And they're all, I wore the roses. And this taxi mom was like describing, you know, explaining me what the wore the roses was. And right, was okay. Like, red rose and white rose and all. I don't, know, I don't even know that as well. Clue, like, going, yeah. Right. And uh, so it was them games, all the big games. Never beat us either. You know, I was sort of played well against them. Liverpool. Remember playing a really good game against Liverpool as well. Did you play at? So you played at the training ground. Do you ever play? Ever play at Melwood or Carrington? Is it where United train? We always, we played. I played. Was it with Bunny United? Was Carrington at that time? It was like the old. The what old was the cliff? I was in round that. He played at the training ground once. Uh, didn't play Liverpool away. Played Aberdeen up there. Uh, thing as well. So it was called something that's like. I never played. Yeah, I never played. Because like, we were sort of coming from like up this we we were like in this unreal, isn't it? Yeah, some places like I think they were sort of ahead of other clubs other time. at that stage because there's all the money was starting to pump in. And yeah, we, I suppose anyone that's listening maybe think of Leeds now. You know, was there been struggling in the championship? I actually heard a stat on the way around. They've been 16 years out of the Premier League. Uh, Back when you were playing for them, they were in the Champions League semi-finals. Uh, you know, Rio Ferdinand, David Batty. Um, so we were sitting in the canteen Christmas time, Robbie Keane walked in, like, I just, he's been signed from Inter Milan, like, you know. Yeah, that's Robbie Keane. <laughs> <laughs> Another Irishman, though. <no>. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Taking over. Players coming constantly and going and in and out. Olivier Decor, he playing, yeah. He was class, Batty, but unbelievable. He cleaned David Batty's boots, like, I was, he was a brilliant player. Hard as nails too, like, and probably, and probably a good lad, sort of looked after you as well. Uh, he, was, he was sort of quiet, like, but um, he was he was hard as nails, like, yeah. So one day he couldn't get in the physio room and he put the boot through the physio door. And on Sunday, he went to come in and they hadn't opened before. <laughs> put the boot came through it, but uh, uh, he was like old school, like, that sort of he, he trained us a couple of times when he'd come back from his, his Achilles or something. Somebody was healed and he came back and he went clean through one of the ways, like, no mercy, like, yeah, didn't, didn't care, yeah, that, you know, and, brilliant. But that's what you need. You train. You train as you play, don't you? I, uh, like uh, uh, who else? Who else was there then when you were? What? What sort of first team? Harry Kuehl. That's who I couldn't think Jerry of. Kelly, Ian Hart. Um, I always loved Ian Hart playing. Paduka. Paduka as well. He was funny. Michael Bridges, Alan Smith. Craziest. But the, cra- squad the craziest ever. squad. But to think that's they were what young too, they were young, and that's what you were up against, though. That's what you were trying to. That's what you were trying to kick out of the way to get into the team, basically. Yeah, but Leeds were just. Whenever, whenever I signed. There was uh, the original staff were there who would have brought through Harry Kuehl, Ian Hart, uh, Paul Hart, I think he was called. It was like, um, he was like the man that basically nurtured all them. Okay. Like Steve McPhail and all these boys. Yeah. Class players. Like, and they all got the chance. So I was like, this is who to sign for. Yeah. And give the young players a chance. There's a big list of all these players and they're all playing the first team now. Well, let's crack that on. So <clears throat> from when I signed, to a raiding, all them staff had been sacked. No way. Yeah, and a whole new crop had come in. Basically, didn't even know them, and they didn't know us. So it was all like Brian Kidd. And all yeah, okay. Crew. And he brought in all the United sort of boys, who were like Warren Joyce and Pop Robson. They were all ex United. Because Brian Kidd's at Man City now, but he was yeah. he was uh, Fergie's number two for years, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, so he came in, he was like the head of the academy, wiped out all the staff. No, come in, it was basically just like starting over again. It was like being on trial, you know, even though you'd already signed. Like. Yeah. So that caused a bit sort of weird because they were still, they were bringing in players of their own. Right. Was, like on top of us. of us, you know, on the M type thing. But it was funny because we used to play, we used to put 
us separate in training sometimes. Right. We used to always beat them. <laughs> it was good. Like, it was funny because we used to like just score a goal and all the boys wouldn't be in Klinsmann's. You know, it was correct. You know, it was funny. Like, but, um, but they were just constantly you know, giving them a wee chance all the time because they, they were their That players, were their players, so. yeah. But uh, first year I had Warren Joyce. He was very good. Coach, like, he was really good when I played flat out. And uh, went to the World Cup. That was my first. I ended up playing the World Cup for Leeds. Playing the World Cup for Leeds at at under what would that have been sixteen. So so the year was that the same year at Armagh? Say you couldn't play because you played the year year after. after, Okay. Uh, So went to the World Cup with them. That was the first basically pre-season at the World Cup. Yeah. So uh, that was a few learning time ones. And one up to watch the match. Of course, was one of the matches at my the match before. I wore a new pair of boots and got blessed. <laughs> I was like, well, I started my the actual next game and they had been wrapped. It was like a mummy, you know, my feet totally wrapped up, couldn't run. And uh, of course, coming after, I think it was Ernie was there and he's going, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> wasn't one here better game, uh, Sean, though. No? Uh, no, I was like, oh, my feet are in bits because they took me off and took my boots off and took the, the bombers off and his blood and everything. Blood everything, it was just a disaster. But, uh, but well, that was really good. It was a good experience and all too. You say I didn't get to play in a farm ass is off. Never, I'm not gonna I know we're gonna play in it, yeah. And I was leaving the first time at the Mill Cup too. So I knew all this like coming off the pitch saying it. Okay. <laughs> 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 it was weird. Like, you know, all these good up and probably having a clue who you are like, but uh, but all that there was just going as brilliant like, you know, it was at that stage like and playing away and but even, you know, to go away to Leeds, the to sort of leave home go and play for a massive, huge club for Leeds, but then to come back to Northern Ireland and play for that massive club, yeah, in, so. in your, at home, basically, uh-huh. you know, and, and parents and friends and all could go up. Uh-huh. That's bound to be amazing, though. Because remember, they let, they let us go home a bit earlier, and then we were meant to meet them. Right. You know what, but we stayed in the Giants Causeway Hotel. Right. We got lost. <laughs> <laughs> Boss from England, there, you know, and we end up before you yeah, end up had to go. Didn't he? Didn't he? Next, didn't he? Got the hotel, just seen the bus going past, and I had to turn the car and meet them where they're training. Right, like, okay, total disaster. Like, you know, sort of probably thinking, ah, he knows where he is, type thing. Yeah, and had a clue, you know, but uh, you know, Bush Mills and all like, no, yeah, that's been in a sense. No, it's a lovely, lovely part of the world. We're up there pretty, pretty often. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, it's Should go up. Really <laughs> my dad was never either because we're lost. I am. Um, so I was started then, boys come. He's just boy. Stupid, yeah. stupid yeah. patty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, I was brilliant, and like you know, you're wearing your leaves all Nike stuff then, like oh, yeah. tracksuits, and now we're going into the at the start, just before we went to my cup. We brought into this, we were brought into like a room, and like you were given all this free stuff, Nike, and then you got all this Nike stuff off because the academies were sponsored by Adidas, and yeah. just like. Making Adidas stuff going, yeah, unreal. Was, so I, I remember the Adidas bag; it was it was huge. Yeah. You could you could you could fit a a person in it. Yeah. You know, it was and then but the boots. I Do you remember Lloyd Prado boots? No, Harry Hill done his Achilles and Bridges maybe done his Achilles and somebody else and said no because of Prado boots. Placement of the studs or something. Right. Okay. Thing. So we all had to wear copas and wear cups was wasn't too bad. Yeah. Oh, I still. Copas give me the blisters. So. <laughs> <laughs> End up. The second that match was telling about with the blisters for them, I had copas. I ended up wearing a pair of uh, what was the boots? If I give me a spread, no other boots. They thought, they thought you got boots or <laughs> no boots or nothing. You buy give me a pair of like, oh, like Patrick or something, right? Okay, <laughs> never dead on. You know, it was just best boots you ever wore. Boys looking at me going, 
boots, this guy. I actually can remember losing my boots uh, playing the Lisbon League and uh, Perth Adores, they were, they were unreal. Oh, they were classic soft boots, but I, I left them down in the tuck shop, it used to be in the... Oh, the at the rack, yeah, oh, and we had to get whatever after the match, and someone had left them a bag. Where so, and then I was going to play for Northern Ireland. Like two weeks later, I had no oh. boots. You know, I pleaded with mum to buy me a new pair of boots, and she did for a player, but they were they were horrible. They were fifteen pound, you know, basic boots. You know, and I can remember the boys looking at me going, "Who is this guy? He's coming to play for his country, and he's got so." Yeah, why? But all of a sudden, there was a pair of boots sent from the back of the bus. Anyone need a size twelve? I was like, "Yeah, I need a size 12 brilliant <laughs> there you go the boys looked after they're obviously gone he can't wear those but um so let, let's go back to leeds and away from me it's about you um so, so just hosted <laughs> i'm only thinking of ian taylor who uh, ian was the one who said look i'd love to, would love to hear about your time away yeah. so i said right we'll, we'll we'll do that so we'll get we'll get two perspectives um do you remember playing southampton in the fa east cup at Elm Road, yes, I'm, yeah, I'm at the other time, yeah, maybe. that's the only that's the one time it sticks out for me. And and yeah. Jerry McCargo, I was um, that was my finest moment. Right. And we'll get back to you in a second. <laughs> um, so I, we'd played, <laughs> we played you guys. We won one nil, I think. Uh, we actually got to the semi final that year. Uh, we were beaten by uh, Coventry in the semi final. Two legs. Uh, Coventry played at uh, Highfield Road. <laughs> Gordon Strachan's sons were playing actually, right, right. Um, and we were beaten. We were beaten one 0 at Highfield Road, and then we were beaten two one in uh, at the Dell as it oh, was yeah, back then. Yeah. But then uh, Coventry played Arsenal in the final. It was a two legged mm-hmm. again, so Highbury and and Highfield Road and Arsenal beat them nine. So Jermaine Pennant was playing. Uh, Steve Sidwell was playing. Ali Dier, do you remember him? Yeah. He was play- they had, they had some oh, team. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the team that and we were sort of going, oh, yeah, we're glad we we're glad we missed them, you know. But that was my finest moment. So I played Leeds and then No, I tell a lie, we played Bolton in the next round, I think it was. And then I, I flew from I'd stayed and played through reserves, flew up to play with Bolton. I was thinking, yeah, I'm gonna make it here. You know, they obviously think I'm good. <laughs> and all the boys are going, why, why Scotty? Why Scotty being flown up to play in an FA Youth Cup game? I thought this was it. I don't know why. I still don't know why to this day. I, I was kept at home to play in the reserve. I remember going, I don't know how you'll feel, but I remember going, oh, we've been disappointed. I have to play for the reserves. I want to go and play for the youth team in the quarter final of the, of the, the cup. Um, and then they flew me up. I was thinking, what's going on here? But I never found out why, you know. Yeah. Uh, I assume you played in the reserves as well. Uh, no. No? Actually, no. Well, I was meant to. There's me, <laughs> me building it up I, there. Uh, <laughs> I was meant to, and I couldn't get um, it was an international clearance or something. Is that right? Yeah. So. Roy Egan was actually the reserve monitor. And I was like, I'm not getting out camp. I was like, right, then on. Because it, it was a proper league, you know. It wasn't a, it wasn't yeah. a matter of just friendly games. Yeah. Uh, now they, I think they have the under twenty three or, or Premier League two or something uh, like that. No, that, w- that, w- that was sort of early on whenever I was playing. But see, like later on, the reserve team was basically like, like, like that time was like the second first team. Arrived and all it was like Gary Kelly and yeah, Strathby. Like, like, yeah, see, like a first team in the Premiership. You know, yeah. So it was just basically mission impossible, like you know, to get in at that stage, like. But uh, at the start, <coughs> I was flying to start, like, but um, it's just going into that next season of. Where you're like 18, 19, so yeah. double year, like, and again, like, there's loads of players, probably too many players, you know, that sort of yeah. And um, I so it was a bit sort of harder then because you've 
know, you're because you're a bit younger and a bit sort of smaller now. Everybody because like, I didn't really overly grow that much. Like, yeah. So it's a bit sort of smaller and everybody's real tanks like. You know, we've been there for basically three years. I was struggling to get playing at that stage. But then also in that time, whenever I was there, that's whenever you're as training. Um, went to play a match, couldn't finish ninety minutes. And I was like going like chilling the head dead on because it's maybe stop start. I was finishing training, okay. Came the match, couldn't finish ninety minutes. Like it was just they just couldn't do it. My just like just cramping up. Right, okay. Absolutely cramping up. Um, then it wasn't obviously till I got home and stuff. That's when overall the uh, problems ended up happening. You know, like the liver and all that crap. Aye, so it wasn't until now you look back on, you know, geez, that's obviously why I couldn't finish. That's going to finish. And is that is that the reason then? Ultimately, the reason why you had to come home. It's a bit of a mixture, like of because it wasn't really when I was playing, I couldn't finish matches, training. I was like, you no, know, training well, but. Same time, because I wasn't finishing matches, the the coach was really not you no know, no real faith in the type yeah. thing. Like so, the sort of confidence sort of drops in. Like and you sort of like whatever. Like I used to whenever I was used to be completely flying machine. You know from like when I left here, like yeah. I was completely flying. First year late flying, second year I couldn't couldn't sprint. No, no that was an all thing. Because of, because of because of the, the different, yeah. I didn't know at that time. I was going like oh, my legs going like it was just weird. Yeah, and uh, but no then. Just what was the third season uh, in the summer of the um, pre-season was car crash then. Right, okay. But really put the nail in the coffin like at that stage like it was. Uh, don't know the most detail like, but a few local ones like, and basically from I got out, got out of the car obviously it sort of hit a ditch. I went up in the in the air. Wow. Turned a couple of times, stuff landed on the roof. I don't remember like. From hypnotist to land on the roof, yeah. Remember, it's just hypnotist and then a wee hole. And I climbed out, it's just like a wee head in the wee village out around the back where we live. We live in like a place in Leeds called Barrack and Helmet, which is like uh-huh. one of them wee villages with about 18 pubs in it. <laughs> and, the, and the local sort of place would have a bigger shop. We drove to it, yes. Nights. And up, that happened. All I seen is this wee glass like light, and I climbed out of it, and I was start of the, the end basically like for me like you know it's just totally changed my life completely i just went, I went home for a while and I, went, I need to go back and i, was, I don't want to go back you know, yeah. it's just total just whole everything just brought back it's just even there's a woman they still write to her every every christmas uh, gladys smith you call her she worked in the kitchens yeah there. but uh she said in one of the letters she noticed after that accident i just went total <laughs> Never talked really much, didn't really laugh that much, just sort of got on with things and walked in and out and went home and all that track. So I just knew at that stage I just needed to get out of the way. You know, it was just uh-huh. like, I just lost all interest whatsoever. Um, from then, from I came home, because of, you know, leading up to my first operation to then getting back from the first operation and mm-hmm. remain the big one where I had there like five years ago, I was crap. Really, like from any team that I played for, it was just like a complete shadow. And I know rightly that people yeah. are going, "Why there's the Shawnee playing?" Yeah, yeah. like you know, and I just knew it was just me myself. It was just playing, just because I like playing football, but I wasn't really enjoying it. Total, like, like I went to Glenavon, you know, when I first uh-huh. came home, and that was actually good, you know, because I was at Glenavon from 
I used to go on ball boy and play for thirds and all, you know, before, like in between Ethan and Larry. Aye, this was back when you could play for two. <coughs> so, yeah, you could play for two teams, yeah. Type thing, it was like Jackie Delaney, and it was no, all that crack. I was going back there, it was brilliant, because it was local as well. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't drive. <laughs> but uh, I enjoyed all that. But then it was just started building again, just lost, just couldn't get the thing interest. again, no win there, like, and even. And there was one stage where just even went off watching football. Wow. I didn't even want to watch football anymore. And just that real feeling like, you know, of I just don't like this anymore. You know, I want a couple of different at Lurgan Salic and stuff and had some first operation at Lurgan Salic. Um, so just to, just to let everyone know, so you have a, you have a new liver. Yeah. Uh, so it was a, a liver transplant basically yeah. you got, yeah. I was like at, when I was like 19, 20, I had like a cyst in the belly duct in my liver. So it had to be took out. The major, it was a major. Yeah, flip. It was like, compared to what ended up happening, it wasn't as major. <laughs> okay. But uh, basically just made all these new bile ducks and crack and got my back, went back down football again. I think it was like, maybe I went back to Lurgan, Celtic, and then went from there to sort of in between Oxford, Gary Hart, back to Oxford. All this sort of stuff, like, but it wasn't. Nah, you weren't really. I'm about boys used to call me Berbatov at Oxford, like, because I just stood there. Maybe <laughs> 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 controlled the ball fast. <laughs> didn't do much, like, but uh, I think overall it was like, because I didn't, because basically from the age of like, what, maybe 18, I'm trying to play for so long, it's just frustrating. It's just yeah. Like, you know, you're just getting the ball and you couldn't run. You couldn't you know, do, you you know, your head wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, no. You can't do it because you're old, uh, yeah, but yeah, back but then, you, yeah, you know, wow. should have been like really. You should have been flying. Uh, yeah, you know. So then it wasn't until it was like five years, five years. Well, it was five years ago we had the transplant. Um, so it was still playing a bit of football, but I started being sick in training. My boys were all like, "You out last night?" And uh, I was, you know, yeah. So I'm broken. Say, "Oh, the floodlight." It's gone now. Sort of going. What the hell's going on? And I was in the car with my man one day and I looked round at it and I got the side of me. He says, Your eyes look a bit yellow. And I was like, Do they? And I was started with them. I started with so the yellow's like the jaundice, that type yeah. of thing, yeah. But the doctor, um, all my blood started going up and basically I had to get them checked back and forth. This one all wow. scanned every six months and like the just the livers just started going. I was um, started going again, basically, and the scar tissue was building up and building up and they're going, I can't understand why this is doing this. Yeah. Your blood's going up. You've had that operation before. There still must be a bit of a block. It's got all the scans of the day, like you know, CAT scan, MRIs, and they're just going. I just seem to be a bit of a bit of a puddle or something, or all that sort of crack. I don't know what they're talking about half the time, but it wasn't getting any better. Anyway. <laughs> you know, so, um, but that from that age to you know then, it was just put a complete you know between, because I say between that car accident till the operations, or probably like from what. 17, 18 car accident was till the operation was about 1920. I just totally lost it, like, I never, and then from that, it's just been uh, just a bottle of like trying to keep my head right and trying to play a wee bit of football, uh, yeah. or do something, like, you know. So it's it's more annoying that uh, annoys me, like, you know, more it was, so, it, was it, it was taken away from you nearly. Oh, Is it, yeah, that's yeah, that's, so what that's what I sort of think, you know, if it did stay in England. I probably yeah. fancy needed this operation anyway, and okay. the same road, you know, that way, because I didn't. I come home and I played for Afghanistan as well, playing Gaelic, and um, that's, I was training and I was fit, sort of half fit then, like, uh, then I got the operation then, it was basically, we won, 
I got our championship in 2003 on the next season then I got uh, an operation at the end of the next season so I was only like maybe a year and a half or you know a year maybe near two years before I came home yeah you know, so it was going to happen at some stage but say the early signs is whenever it was sort of 17 18 where it started going like I can't you can't run fast anymore so it wasn't it was yeah it wasn't um it wasn't anything the liver problems weren't anything to do with the car accident then of two totally say that first one was the blockage in the bay look that i had assist from probably had a phone was born and it's got bigger and bigger over time like yeah. it came to like it was two centimeters something said it was fancy so it just totally blocked and i i just you just shut your body shut down basically yeah starting to go and like skin to you lost loads of weight yeah and got that operation was fine started over again i was like just because i was starting you know feeling good and going back you actually feel energy in myself again uh-huh. and just started going again it's like it's ridiculous like you know and then it went on for years like just trying to find out what it was and then put on the transplant trans- transplant list you know, and, and it was five year, yeah was so like, how old are you now 36 36 now so that was five five years ago mm-hmm. that it all um yeah. i i actually well I, I knew i knew about your your health problems i didn't yeah. i didn't know about the car accident yeah. uh for plenty for opening up and talking yeah. no, you well, know no it's i don't know even how I'm telling this now, but that's <laughs> a thing that I struggle to talk about. Even at home and stuff, my family and all, I can't talk about it, you know, because it just killed me. Like, you know, yeah. my, that, it's just, as soon as I got out of the car, it's just totally that was it. different person. Wow. Totally different, like, from what it was before. Yeah. You know, but I'm uh, starting to, now, like, you get a bit of sort of crack and all, like, but there's still, there's still time. Still moments. Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's, it is rough, like, you know, in that way, and you sort of do. So much out, yeah, so much, and such a short, period of time like I was saying this what all of that in, in 12 13 years you know yeah. most people have maybe that oh, well if they do have that a whole lifetime to, yeah. to deal with something like that it's you know it's just from you know you think like total for me it was like age to know where I was playing football I just wanted to be a footballer yeah so getting there doing well to start and then everything just started and then the dip afterwards yeah <laughs> like overdrive like complete dip like yeah so it's hard to take that way and you sort of miss them because I sort of know, like people maybe use it like, oh, you wouldn't have done me all that sort of stuff. But I knew at that time if I was staying, if I wasn't unwell, I would have done met it somewhere. Yeah, England, like, yeah. Well, uh, funny that Champions League, but yeah. Even now, if somebody's making eleven in Championship now, like yeah. you're making a fortune, you're making yeah, you're doing good money, yeah. That's it, like yeah. So. Funny because I was going to say when <clears> I when I got re- so I got released after I signed a five year contract. Mine was. Uh, two-year schoolboy mm. as it was back then so 15 16 and then at 16 it turned into a scholarship no no we, we got <laughs> i actually got more money so two years um over there we were on 60 quid a week mm. and then when i come back home i was on 100 pound a week <laughs> i got more money being at home oh, yeah. but the only stipulation they put on it and i well yours was different years of a pro contract i had to stay in school for that last that last year oh, so when i was 19 i had to be in school in order to get paid that's a bad idea no it was brilliant and that you know what that scholarship was what got me i was doing okay you know so my mom and dad made sure i done my a levels and then you know when i came home i was able to go on and go to university and everything else you know so that 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 sort of saved me but when we got you you wouldn't have had this then there was three of us got released there was myself there was will halliwell and chris lewis and I can I can remember it so so vividly. You know, we were told, right lads, get yourself changed. You come uh, come on back with with us on the bus. And I was going, wait, these lads going, you know. And I remember saying on the bus, lads, we're getting released. 
and Chris Lewis, I can see his face still. He was fuming. He was raging. He was he was lightning quick, could deliver a ball. He was he was brilliant. Um, and he got released. But we had exit trials uh, up in Lillishaw, yes. which was the national school back then. Yeah. So basically, everyone that got released from all over the country went to Lillishaw and had trial matches. It was just like a big pen. Scouts from every club were there, and I can remember thinking, if you don't get another trial somewhere else, that's it. You you may go home. You know, luckily I did. Well, not luckily. I got a trial at Wrexham, uh, and I spent a week at Wrexham. And jo uh, Joey Jones, Jimmy Jones, Joey Jones used to play for Liverpool. He was a coach. Mm. And then Brian, I can't remember his surname. He's Wales under-23 manager now. Brian Flynn, yeah. he were manager. And he called me and said, look, you're not ready for the first team, and I need someone to go in for the first team. Mm. And that was it. I was home. Uh, I was home, and I was working. Before, before I, well, I... At the end, I just said, right, I want to go home. Oh, okay. That was it. You know, it was around Christmas time, I decided, right, that's, that's me. Told the woman we were living with, I go home. <laughs> I don't, you know, whatever, I'll just stay here, whatever, but I'll go home in the summer, you know, and that was, that that was it. I just made the decision. But before I went home, they put up these matches, it wasn't in Lillishaw, it was just in the Leeds training ground. Right. And we played Man City. Uh-huh. And they invited all these people to come and play. It's just a whole, just like a normal match, basically, only with, like, all these... Scouts at the mats and all it's pure like it's cat like yeah you know, that's it yeah yeah just cruel probably too you, you, your your career that's it your career was going to be defined by one yeah, match yeah. wasn't it I uh, so I ended up went to was Leicester for a week and Burnley Leicester was dead on Leicester was like good enough training ground sort of similar to Leeds but yeah had this big massive facilities and all just built it and all but Burnley remember going in there where <laughs> you go into like in the Premiership type club, and you're like, all your stuff's all hanging up. Yeah. You know, like all just on pegs and all, you just went up, lifted all your stuff, puttered me in in a big bag, brought it down and went and cleaned it. That's it. Everybody's all had to do it themselves, yeah. and you know, all that sort of thing. And went to <laughs> this park, it was like Chinese Lurgan Park. <laughs> I remember standing and the goals collapsed. You know, because they went there, and you're going, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> then up my back, my back went, and I was probably lucky enough, like, just end up going back to Leeds in, and then that was me on the way. That was it. So you... I sort of went, I'm going home, but sure, we're going trapped anyway. You know, I might, I don't know whether I was being at Leeds or if I went somewhere else, I might sort of take things away, you know, and I sort of went there to the road and went to a different club. And then <clears throat> I sort of actually, I've done really well Leicester as well. Yeah, even one of the boys with us, um, Marty, Marty Kramer, he, he was away, a couple of us went, and um, he's all that's the best I've ever seen him play. Really? And I end up. Remember the time the English, all the English teams sort of done like a bit of financial crash. Totally lost like all this, and they were like can't afford to say anybody. His sister going, I was angry. That was me. That's that not me. meant to do this. <laughs> but at that time, because the way I was feeling, and um, I was just going right, that's me home, and I, it's nothing. And it was just total, which I had for a long, long time. Like just total, like um, sort of explain it to people where. I would have been watching football and would have been a gold one and you get like goosebumps and all, you know, you hear like, you know, the atmosphere and you say had nothing. Nothing. Like, totally dead. Like, it was just like, on. Oh, this isn't. This is gone. This is what age was that? 19, 20? Uh, 19. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was it just probably the pen one right, that's me. And I say I went home, played Glenavon and all that sort of crack, which I enjoyed. Like, cause yeah. I like Glenavon and stuff when I was there and um, so I've done ball boy and all, it was brilliant, but it just. Say that the love type thing. I just felt that, yeah. Didn't want to be there, like type thing. But Crazy, went, you know, because I wanted to play football, trying, you know, trying to get that feeling back. But it was just too soon. I think I shouldn't have signed straight away. But then I thought, if I don't sign for somebody straight away, no, I'm, I'll never. You're gonna lose opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Stories before, like you know, some big boys down 
at the bar with 20 stone going, I used to play yeah. and I came home and I just didn't bother. That, that sounds a bit like me. <laughs> <laughs> Not stand at the bar, but hear, 20 stone I, going. But he's just come back and we don't play every game. And yeah. I mean, Manson football and all that sort of stuff, they just totally... They yeah, totally fall out of it, don't yeah, they? So, um, but that was just part of it, like, but two halves of my life, like, really, with each other, like, of total, like, from, I'd say, from 16, I was the happiest man in the world, like, till, basically, from 18 to, or 19 to coming right up through, like, it was just, you know, gone. But it's so difficult, you know, when it's, to having to overcome that, you know, and still, as you say, still fighting with it now, and, yeah. You know, when they get they get where you are now, that you can actually sit down with me. Like we're we I'd say we're good friends, but you know, could be months before you'd see each other again, or you bump into some bump into you somewhere. You know, sit down and actually tell me that story. And there's just going to be a few people listening to this, you know, yeah, yeah. as well to do that is well, is unreal. After transplant, too, you know about the transplant sort of awareness and all that sort of you know um, donor all that yes. like so. I don't say I don't do like say I didn't. Really, wouldn't be into like even doing stuff like this. Like, yeah, you're quiet, man. Yeah, like um, newspaper stuff and all. But as soon as I came back, it was just like, right, I need to. Like, I was in the hall, like, Larry Mail, <laughs> just I like contacted him, going, like, I want to spread this, thing. yeah, okay, like, you know, donor, and I was which I would never do ever, like, but it was just something I thought they'd have to do this, like, because even though it's a bit of a story for people to read about, whatever, but it was still the message at the end of like. That's how important it is to yeah. where I was, was <laughs> the I was talking to the doctor after the transplant and he says, Well, how bad you know was it? He says, No, well all your all the stuff leading to the liver was good, you know, your bile ducts and stuff. Yeah. We're worried about now, but it was your liver. I said, We lifted it out and it fell apart basically and, oh, and they had to give me like an antibiotic inside me, you know, to clear up the infection wow. and stuff. So that's how bad it was. Like, yeah. You know, so I was basically dead, like, you know, when I got this. You know, so it's, and, and it was, it's from, a, from an organ donor, basically, yeah, yeah. then. So I wrote, with, I done, like, you know, wrote the ladder and all that crack. Never heard anywhere back, but then I actually left it for, I didn't I didn't get back into maybe about two years because I wanted to have a bit of a story from the town, like, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of few local ones here as well that have, um, I don't know, when they said they received ladders basically straight away and I was just like going, Nah, too early. Like I don't, you know. Yes, the uh, you know latter child, the donor, but you know it's just too early of like saying like oh this you know your child's organs and saving them. And I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah. So that's sort of way I just left it. Um, basically got a job, nearly exactly a year after the operation. Got my job, and that, at least that when I am, I was able to tell them the story of going like let's children and all that sort of stuff. You know, and that's by you've never you've never got to meet them, I assume. No, no, there's no reply in a humble. No, mind. no, but but they and they know that they they've read it and it's yeah. Well, I don't, know, I don't know. It's just sent to them and that was it. Yeah. So you don't even know because you're okay. saying you don't really know if it could be one single person who doesn't have any family. Right. Okay. A donor. You no, know, they're put themselves as a donor. There mightn't be any no message to go to, but uh, but I didn't care. I just wanted to. Send ah, you've done it, and and the, ho- and the hope that someone is too close to when it all happened. Like yeah. You know, so because my, my mom was telling me after we had flew over and all it was like one o'clock in the morning I couldn't sleep your whole body clock so totally goes up a left like uh-huh. sitting all like knackered during the day and like, really alive and everything but as much as alive you can be like I was yeah. with nine stone or something and the phone rang saying right we'll have to get to the airport I was like where? <laughs> <laughs> dead on whole family came down drove to the airport uh, 
got on this private plane type thing. Flew up, there's only about six seats in it. Really uh-huh. loud as well. <laughs> and I just sitting facing each other. I never spoke all the way. <laughs> just sitting there, fell asleep a couple of times, woke up and all, um, got to the hospital. Um, my kept saying, you okay? And I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but I said, that was a thing with me where it was just total no excitement, no uh-huh. real thing. It was just like, whatever happens, happens type thing at that stage. But uh, she said she was outside on the phone. Um, this, I think it was a car or a motorbike or something arrived up, like flew into the place. Uh, the box. Wow. Says, I think that's Sean's lover's arrived. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a ticket, man. So I, I was like, what do you call him? Just, just, just <laughs> So uh, I thought she's seen it arriving. Then. Wow. And, uh, but then, see, I was lucky as well where, because you can go, people have been called over three or four times, but they go when the, the organ's not good enough. Uh-huh. So you just have to scrap it and then you go home again and then you have to come back and forth back uh-huh. and forth. So I was, I was lucky that this uh, organ was spot on. Spot on. Like, so and it's taken and everything's, everything's oh, grand now, yeah. The rest of my life, like, yeah. You know, but uh, staying on, I've been back, back and forth playing football again. Playing on Thursday night, I had to mention, supposedly mention the boys. <laughs> had to play football with them Thursday night. A lot of it's good standard, like. But it's funny because you're saying you think it's good, and then if somebody recorded it, it'd probably be the worst, match, <laughs> worst match ever, like. You know, but it's 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 another way of me playing football, playing football. A crack, fully able to. And the, but that's 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 the key word. You're enjoying it, uh, you know. Whereas for years. You hadn't enjoyed it and it wasn't really happening and now it's maybe not competitive but it's fun again after after transplant i came back and tried to play i can remember you playing against us for oxford uh, yeah there was a match we played we didn't beat like seven two or something yet two years on and this boy even cleaned through the back of me and i was like i don't need this <laughs> it was party the oxford mom was nice oh, that's me. i can't do this anymore and that was me party party mcconville no or Pan McCoy, yes, sir. Yeah, that was the end of it, you know. So, um, I was, I was the end of the football and that sort of way, like, but the act two, which is ridiculous. I don't know why I ever did <laughs> For the mighty Aka Gallon. Yeah, but the sort of thought in my head was, right, because it wasn't working then, obviously. I was like, started going to the gym, doing my own, um, sort of got a bit of a, a fitness thing off a fella, a physio, and Craig Adam, uh, Anna McGillian, and he gave me this uh, personal, you know, to do with all core and uh-huh. stuff. Done it, thinking right, if I can get fit enough to go to training and sort of half play, then I'm fit enough to go to work. Because I wore them rugby okay. pads and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Took the pads out of the shoulders and put them around the stomach <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. Absolutely madman, but uh, it was just a way of trying to get myself fit and having a bit of a, a focus of going Yeah, a bit of a goal. And go so far, try to play. If you can't play, whatever, but I'm fit enough to go to work. Right, so. right. But hey, it's it's a remarkable story. It's a it's a journey that you no one would wish to travel. You know, it's right. I w- I wouldn't I, w- I wouldn't like to have been in your shoes. Put it that way. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you've come out the other end, and you've got lovely wife and kids and everything else now, and you know that's the other side of it. Yeah. Um, you had a different dream then when you were yeah. sixteen, yeah. and now you're living a, a totally different one. Right. Again, you know, there's there is two sides to every every coin, isn't right. there? You know, yeah. and if would would you change it? Who knows? Because if you had changed it that side, I wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't have it have now, you know. And that's yeah. I suppose that's the other side of it. Um, probably think about it every single day. Yeah. You know, I I know I do. Um, Dixie Heasy always winds me up anytime I you know you play for Southampton, Scotty. I've never heard you talk uh, about it. You know, I talk about it to anyone that wants to listen uh, because I'm. Oh, I I had that for a good while. It was just I you know 
So you want working on all the boys, oh, I hate playing, and you're like, oh, no, no. <laughs> the boy come over, oh, I heard the playing, oh, I'm done the same spiel, and he sort of, I got sick of saying it. Right, okay. But then, whenever I got the transplant, he was like, you got a transplant? Aye, and then it was like a new story. A new story to tell you. Like, oh, there's Sean, he played <laughs> yeah. the lead. Oh, there's Sean, he had a transplant. There's something different to actually be known for. Two like, stories now. <laughs> but, uh, no, say it's, it is what it is type yeah. of thing. So, being a learned hound that time, and loved all the crack, and, Everything, everything's brilliant. But that sort of yeah. like, and then because of that, like, whenever I was here, it wasn't really an end thing to do, like either. So no, the the, the step across the divide, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it wasn't my divide as yeah. such because I was living that gal. It wasn't like a whole Lurgan thing. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I actually fr- noticed that I was sitting out in the car and uh, two wee fellas in Northern Antops and we were behind them were in our Yeah. Like, you know, doesn't doesn't matter. That's it. That wasn't <laughs> happened. The only other man I know that did it was Marty Mardan. He done it just to wind the boys up, uh, but it was done in well, good, it done, do done, it done in good taste, yeah. you know, done in good. Like, uh, only arriving like. <laughs> <laughs> only arriving to the uh, soccer school. Uh, soccer school in the full <laughs> <laughs> Blame Blame Cairn. Uh, we'll Cairn's over in England now, yeah. Cairn's Cairn's. Uh, Cairn used to. I used to love bumping into Cairn in the leisure centre, and he couldn't wait to start. So Cairn's a, a singer. He's doing well. Um, and I couldn't wait to bump into the hair, you know, where, where you going next, what are you going to do now, but he's over. He, play, he's, he plays what's Thursday night too, he's homely. Yeah. Who does, he still likes that one, he plays a bit of football over there too, like, but. Who's the better player? <sighs> um, oh, he's thinking. Technically, me. Cameron's uh, fast, Cameron's probably a bit faster than me. Um, in that sort of way, so if I was quick, as quick as him, no, a sort of mixture of a player would be a very good player. <laughs> type thing, but no, because I say when I came home, it was just our Gaelic team was me and Kieran up front, like as in Gaelic were like, and then Didi McStravick, who played. Yeah, I played like Didi out in the street from about eight right up to Bevelogan Town. Is he still St James's Swifts? No, no, he's at Crew Crew United. Oh, is he okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, that was the forward line then, so it was just we just knew. Uh, each, each other inside out, like no yeah. matter, you know, just and um, both of us fast, and he was, but well, I started getting slowly. But, <laughs> uh, no, I say enjoyed it, like you know, was, and then getting win like the championship first time yeah. we've been all with Kieran all playing, it was like an Akiyan, like it was just you know, and then because me and Kieran were playing together, like it was brilliant, like, so it's um, Sean, we, uh, we're, we're gonna leave it there because uh, it'll otherwise we'll win the two episodes. Um, an insight into one of the better players, one of the best players that's played for Learning Town, certainly, uh, to go across the water to hear your story. I hope I hope people, genuinely, I hope people listen and go, wow, and it's okay then to, to talk as well, you know, to maybe what you've dealt with mentally and to come out the other side of it. And now, you know, there is a smile on your face and everything else that goes with that, you know, and that, and that part of it's okay. Um, there was a dream years ago it's a different dream now um, not everyone makes it probably very few of the ones you're with made it so certainly not Chris Bird is the only one that made it from from our team you know it's it's very very difficult to do any young ones that maybe do listen to it I don't know if anyone listens uh, young listens to the podcast but if they do you know it's going to be very difficult but keep working at it do the basics keep working hard but your story is is unreal i only knew half of it and I'm, I'm glad i'm glad i got that i'm glad i got to hear it i got got to hear it firsthand uh thank you for uh for sharing with us thanks for listening to the latest episode of talk of the time 
if you hit the subscribe button on your preferred download location, that should mean you never miss an episode. You can keep up to date on all things related to the club at lurgantownfc.com or search for Lurgantown FC on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. Until next time, thanks for listening.